Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Hey Bethel family, it is so good to be with you today. My name is Addie Phillips and I am the Creative Arts Coordinator at Bethel West Pasco. Today, we are looking at the end of Acts chapter 7, verse 54, through chapter 8, verses 1 through 3. This section of Acts shares a story of a martyr, someone who is killed because of their religion, uh, because of what they believe, and in this case, because of who they follow, Jesus. Preluding this section, we see a man named Stephen give a speech, calling out a group of people for their rejection of God. Stephen does not speak lightly in this speech, nor does he hold back or spare one's feelings, but instead he presses in, allowing God to speak through him. And unfortunately, this speech does not bode well for Stephen, as in verse 54 through 60, he is stoned for his faith in Christ. This death was not in vain, though, as his story gives way for a beautiful portrayal of humility and surrender. I am struck by the two prayers that Stephen makes in his final moments in Acts 7, 59 through 60. It says, And as they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. These prayers actually parallel the words of Jesus on the cross in Luke chapter 23, verses 46 and 34. As Jesus is being hung on the cross, he prays over those who are killing him, saying, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And as he breathes his final breath, he prays, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. The beauty in these two prayers is that of humility and surrender. I think of Philippians 2, which speaks of Jesus's humility. It says, Though he was in the form of God, he did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. But instead, he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Jesus, in his sinlessness, took our sinfulness to the cross. And not only that, but he did not hold bitterness or anger towards those who beat him, bruised him, and hung him, but instead he prayed for them. So did Stephen as he was being stoned. In his pain and his breathlessness, he prayed for his accusers. Both Jesus and Stephen pray a prayer of surrender. They surrender their spirits in their final moment, saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. They aren't holding on for dear life, begging and pleading with God, but they surrender their lives to their Creator, Father. These two parallel stories make me think, what would my posture be in this situation? Would I have humility? Would I surrender? Would I continue to declare the name of my Father? The teaching team has been leading us through this idea of the 1% life and the 3630 these last few months to see what would it look like if we gave 1% of our day, our week, our month, and our year to grow in deeper relationship with the Lord and reach the unreached in our region. You know what the first step in this is? It's humility. 
just like Jesus and Stephen, it's recognizing the need we have for God, that without Him, we are lonely. Without Him, we are floundering. Without Him, we feel the weight of the world on our shoulders. He says that His yoke is easy and His burden is light. He says, walk with me, work with me, watch how I do things, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. His presence is sweeter once we recognized our human need for Him. Even when it feels like the whole world is against us, we stay still in His presence. We look at Him, not our accusers. The second step is surrender, saying yes to the things that God calls us to, even in our uncomfort. A few months ago, I got a tattoo on my hand that has the word surrender. It's a constant reminder to surrender my thoughts, my will, and my life to the Lord in every moment, to say, yes, Lord, yes. But do I actually? More often than not, I don't. And the thing is, this this is on my hand, guys. I literally see it all the time, and I still forget to surrender, to say yes. But isn't life so much sweeter and so much better when we do surrender to God? What would our lives look like if we stepped into deeper humility, deeper surrender? What would the lives around us look like when our humility and surrender ooze out of us and the people around us feel the love of God just by being with us if we rejoiced in our sufferings and gave God the glory in all circumstances? I want to end with this chorus. It says, We say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. We say yes, Lord, yes, we will trust you and obey. When your spirit speaks to me with my whole heart, I'll agree. And my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.